by sitting in not knowing, by making not knowing part of the way, part of the practice, um, that I get access to that conviction. Uh huh. Interesting. Way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'd like to add that as a singer, one of the things that's very odd is you have to know what the wind can do to the boat. You have to know what the dangers can be. And then at the same time, you have to know that you do not know exactly what the wind is doing at that moment. Right. And, and it, it is a little hard to hold both of those things at the same time. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if you think you know... Then you get in trouble. Then you get in trouble. And that's not just in sailing. Mm. (laughs) I've just spent 22 years of my life teaching just to tell people that there's nothing for them to know. (laughs) (laughs) But there is a way of not knowing. There is a way of not knowing. There is an awakening that comes with not knowing. When, I want to underline what I said at the end, when we don't know, I hope I said this, if I didn't, I want to say it, I want to say it about ten times. When we don't know, we are available to wake up. Right? If you know, you are not available to wake up. This is about awakening. The Buddha said, I am awake. He kept on waking up. He was totally committed to waking up. I'm passionate about that these days. I think it's such an important place that over and over and over and over, endlessly in this human lifetime, we wake up. That's what the refuge is, actually. It's not, the refuge isn't that guy who walked around 2,500 years ago. He was great. He is a kind of refuge, his teachings and the teachings that come down from him and from the men, all the men and women who've come after him. Very, very important. Very much a refuge. But the deepest refuge is that place where each of us finds where we are willing to be waked up. And that we let go into that waking up over and over and over again. So very central. So I encourage you to keep looking at that and to seeing. I mean, when we, when we have this notion of who I am, when it gets really solidified, we were talking about this the other day, Thursday night, we talked about it some, I think Tuesday, I can't can't remember, I've taught so much this week, I can't remember quite what I taught where, but this place where we get into a habit of a particular identity, and then we don't step out of it. Partly, I think, why I've decided, like I'm retiring, I'm not going to go off and watch television and eat chocolate (laughs) God forbid I don't think that would be very good for me and it wouldn't be very fun but I am interested to see what happens when I let go of some of the parameters for my existence here and try something new and see what that's like I'll continue you'll see me I will continue to teach I'll be at Spirit Rock there's a certain level of identity I'm holding on to but also just wanting to you know, time is getting short. I really want to see what else could happen. Have more time for my own practice, which has not been in plentiful supply in recent years. Always there, but 
So we get this, you know, this sense of identity, and we, and it solidifies, and and we say, this is me, and this is my human being, and and you know, not knowing allows us to open to the mystery. Thomas Merton, great Catholic, wise being monk, said, "God is not somebody else." God is not somebody else. Now, you might not use the God language. You can rephrase that any way you want. But you see what he's pointing at. Is that that which is deeply sacred in our experience is not out there. It's not someone else. So some years ago, I was in India, and I'd been to teachings in Dharamsala with the Dalai Lama and a teacher meeting with him and then some of us um, went with Joanna Macy over to um, a little village called Tashijan which is a village she's known about and supported for a long time they, they came as a body from Tibet and settled together so the same people who had a village in Tibet have the village in India which is not so common it's not how it usually was done and so some of their these really wild guys with the matted hair who live way up in the caves are there and, and they were having llama dances so in fact those guys were down and um, we wanted to see the llama dances so these very ritualized dances that are a kind of a prayer and all the costumes for all the different Tibetan deities I tell you, they, they really make us Vipassana folks look like the Quakers of the world, <laughs> for sure. So, Joanna, in her travels and teachings and study, had um, gotten to know one, the, the Lama who was the head of Tashijang and thought very highly of his teaching. And because we were with her, we were able to arrange for us to have interviews with him. His name is Chojalan Pichai. Wonderful man. And um, so, you know, how often do you get a private interview with a Tibetan Lama that people you know respect? And so I thought, okay, I just have to, I have to put it on the line somehow. I have to tell him the deepest things I can think of. And so I said to him, um, he said, as long as it was about 15 years ago, so the memory isn't really clear, but I said something like, you know, sometimes all I want to do is bow to the mystery. And he smiled and he thought about it for a minute. And he said, no. And he said, be the mystery. Be the mystery. It's a wonderful, wonderful teaching that I still carry around. So, you know, I would invite all of you to be the mystery and not, not to know what that is, because it's a mystery, right? That's the thing. It's a mystery, you don't know. And to practice and to keep on being available to wake up because that is our path. We don't get to arrive at an answer. You know, there isn't a eureka moment. You just keep waking up. I mean, there are eureka moments, but then there's the next moment, which is, huh, that's interesting. So then we start over again, over and over. So let's sit for a few minutes, and then I think what we're going to do is chant refuges and precepts. So could, um, I'll just start them around if you'll each take one while you're getting settled for your sitting.